I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Very excited about having this gentleman. I, I love watching him play as a youngster with the uh, the Braves. And then he went on had a great major league career, a great managerial career. Now doing a marvelous job uh, working with a commissioner uh, in the MLB office. Joe Torrey joins us on 97.3 The Fan. And Joe, uh, welcome. Great to have you. John, don't give your age away when you start talking about watching me play. I mean, that's not right. Uh, it's great being here. It, it's really, I enjoy the winter meetings. You get a chance to see some faces you don't see very often. And uh, it's baseball. What can I tell you? You know, I got to be honest. Uh, you know, I followed your career, and uh, you had a great major league career. And I think uh, you're in the Hall of Fame as a manager. I wasn't so sure you shouldn't have been in uh, uh, as a player as well. But, you know, when you decided to walk away from the Dodgers a few years ago, it was a bad day for baseball, but, you know, it was a good day for baseball when you found a, uh, an opportunity with Major League Baseball and stay involved because uh, Joe Torrey's what baseball's all about, I think. Well, thank you for that. Those are kind words, and it was interesting how I decided to step away because I wasn't sure, you know, if I was going to manage another year after after 2010. Uh you know, I had a meeting in spring. I'm not sure if it was the end of spring training or, or the start of the season. I think it was the end of spring training because, uh, well, it had to be because we were playing the Angels. And I remember uh, it was right before the season started. And I I was talking to my team, and everybody was very, uh, very respectful, listening and, and whatever. And I just had a sense that I wasn't penetrating. And, and I got out of that meeting, and I remember grabbing Don Mattingly, who, you know, was my hitting coach at the time, and I got him aside. I said, Donnie, this is it for me, because he, he was the heir apparent at that time. And, and I said, this is going to be it. And, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, I, I felt fortunate, John, that I had the opportunity, <coughs> excuse me, the opportunity to make that decision instead of somebody making it for me. We're visiting with Joe Torre here at the MLB Winter Meetings in San Diego. You know, the, the year that you brought the Yankees to San Diego, and it was a nationally televised game, and, and I don't remember exactly what year it was, but it was Jake Peavy making his major league debut. And uh, Randy Jones and I were doing a show together, and I had told Randy earlier in the week, I go, you got to get Don Zimmer, because Zimmer had been a manager for Randy when he was with the Padres. I go, you got to get Don Zimmer. Well, he went down and got the cart and brought Don Zimmer up to the parking lot where I was doing the show, and, and we had uh, Don Zimmer on. I want you to talk about Don Zimmer, because, boy, you talk about a, a guy that exuded baseball. It was Don Zimmer, who was your bench coach for many years with those great Yankee ball clubs. Yeah, John, it was interesting how I hired, because uh, I hired Don. Uh, you know, I'm going to manage in the American League for the first time. And I'm trying to, you know, reconcile with myself on hiring a staff. I had never been in the American League. Uh, so I, Don Zimmer, to me, uh, was someone, you know, he managed in the American League, managed in the National League, more importantly, had coached for the Yankees and coached for the Red Sox. And I just thought he would be a good, uh, a good choice. And it took me time. When I got a hold of him on the phone, I, ex I explained to him what I wanted because he had walked away from Colorado Rockies. 
during midseason he was going to retire and I had a tough time convincing him that I wanted him as my bench coach because he and George Steinbrenner were very close and he thought that George was pushing you know him on me uh -huh. which wasn't the case and he said he'd think about it and then it was a day or so later and I, I called him again and he decided to come along with me and it was probably you know one of the best two decisions I made because when I hired a pitching coach I, I went to Mel Stoudemire now mind you I, I didn't know these guys very well casual relationship that was about it but I always admired how they did their job and uh, it turned out to be a marriage uh, made in heaven for me with both of them because uh, I hired uh, coaches and they became dear friends usually it's the other way around but it was, it was a great relationship we had great success and uh, you know we, we lost both of them you know Mel just about a year ago and um, it was uh, it, it's just a great experience for us. Joe Torre our guest here on 97.3 The Fan uh, you're working for Major League Baseball I know you've been involved with uh, the discipline uh, what all do you do for Major League Baseball? I, I would think the commissioner, anytime the commissioner needs advice on baseball, you, your phone's ringing. But uh, talk a little bit about your role with Major League Baseball. Well, you know, you, you, you're watching the game, and I've been around the game. I, I, I thought about it last night, 60 <laughs> years. And, you know, when it comes to the discipline, you know the way you like the game to be played. You, you want the game to be respected, to, which is what baseball deserves, to, to get the respect. And, you know, when you're watching, especially now, probably the most discipline is, uh, you know, with throwing incidents and stuff. And you, you want to make sure you don't put anybody in danger. And, and you know, I uh, right now, Chris Young, who joined our, our, uh, our group a couple of years ago, he's a, he's a good resource for me to bounce things off of. But it's... Uh, you know, it's just something I do by gut. I mean, I could watch, and even though maybe an umpire w won't uh, warn somebody on a particular pitch, uh, I, I can see something that maybe guys who weren't around the game as long as I have don't, don't see, and I, I make decisions. And, you know, the good part, uh, to me, the best part about the, dis the discipline is if there's an appeal, then I get a chance to talk to the player instead of just issuing you know the discipline and and that turns into uh, you know to me uh, an opportunity for me to educate and and have players maybe think of something that they didn't necessarily think when when the the happenstance went on so I um, I just uh, feel that it's been a joy when I can converse with players and 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 not necessarily in the discipline part, but just to, to talk baseball. You know, i got to ask you, if you were ahead of discipline uh, back in the 1984 season, how would you have liked to break down that film between the Atlanta Braves and the San Diego Padres on oh that Sunday goodness. afternoon in Atlanta? Oh, my goodness. I, <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it was scary. I mean, it starts out when Alan Wiggins gets hit by Pasquale Perez, and I had no idea what was motivating Pasquale, and I come to find out later on that, you know, there was something that went on in winter ball that, you know, uh, stirred that up because Pasquale, he could throw a ball in the thimble, man. He had uh -huh. such good control. As long as he could find the ballpark, right? Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> that, that particular day, if we want to digress for a second, John, that particular day, he, 
you know, he had driven a car for the first time in the Atlanta area. You know, he had been getting a, a ride to the ballpark and he got on the perimeter highway. And the perimeter highway never went by the ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> he finally did show up about the, actually right before game time, and I told him he wasn't pitching. But uh, that day in, in 84, uh, that was really an ugly Sunday afternoon. And uh, I watched the game. Yeah, Dick Williams uh, managing over there with, the, with uh, San Diego. And uh, I remember going out late in the game. Now, Dick Williams has already been thrown out, and a couple of his coaches got thrown out. Because once you get warnings, then, you, you know, when they, you need an ejection for another uh, uh, throwing incident. And I remember going out and bringing in uh, Donnie Moore, mm -hmm. and we had a one-run lead or something. It was the eighth, uh, top of the ninth. And I said to Donnie, I said, Donnie, I want to win this game. I said, we got a lead. I want to win this game. Forget about everything else. And he stared at me, and I knew I had no chance with making that comment stick. And I no sooner got back to the bench, and he had Greg Nettles, and uh, then I got, I wound up getting ejected from the game. And actually, both both uh, Dick Williams and I got suspended for, I for a period of time. But, yeah, that was an ugly game. And uh, <laughs> I remember one funny bit from that was Dale Murphy. And Dale was just that mild-mannered, great player, a great great human being. And, you know, people were drinking a little beer that day in the stands. <laughs> And this one uh, spectator wound up on the field, and Murph picked up this guy, and he says, you know, you're not supposed to be here. And he threw him back over the dugout, <laughs> you know. I mean, didn't hurt him. He just got him back into the stands, which, I, you know, it was like watching little Abner, you know, and, and, <laughs> and, and Murph doing the, such a thing. But, yeah, that was uh, not a proud day for uh, Major League Baseball, and, and least of all for John McSherry, who was the home plate umpire. Right. I remember him uh, uh, having his hands full. I remember down around the home plate area trying to pull guys apart. But, hey, I know you're a very busy man. It's a great honor to have you on the program. And uh, like I said earlier, and I really mean this, it's great that you're still involved in Major League Baseball because, you know, all the years you as a player, what you did as a manager, all your different stops, and uh, you were uh, fittingly uh, put into the Baseball Hall of Fame. I'm real happy for you. John, thanks so much for the kind words, and I enjoyed it very much. Thank you. Good man right here. Done a lot for the game of baseball and continues to do a lot uh, for the game of baseball. Joe Torrey, nice enough to join us. Uh, we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.